Welcome forward. I'm your host, Cassie Betts, on KBLA Talk 1580, and you're listening to Talk Tech to Me Uncut, where technology is the new sexy, black geeks are the new superheroes, and South Central LA is the new tech mecca. Today's episode is How Do We Get to the Yams? We'll be squashing the starving artist stereotypes with Josh Sykes. He is the chief creative officer and co-founder of Marty. He'll be dropping major keys on how to secure the bag and do what you love as a digital creator without without compromising your worth. But first, let's get into the tea and tech. All right, what's the tea? Shanquilla Robinson's mother says black social media helped bring attention to her daughter's crisis. May she rest in peace. As some of you may know about the story, Salamandra Robinson, Sorry, that was an interesting name. Salamandra Robinson, the mom of Shanquilla Robinson, credits black social media users for raising awareness about her daughter's untimely demise and keeping her memory alive. Shanquilla was 25. Um, She's from Charlotte, North Carolina. She was found deceased in Cabo, Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, during a trip with her quote unquote friends in October. The story was finally picked up by mainstream media outlets after... Um, internet sleuths were posting details, leaking information. You know, Black Twitter did what Black Twitter does. So Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, it was like all over social media. I was actually really surprised to see it on CNN because it's true. Like you don't usually see things like like this. Like people, you know, Black people dying in fights all day. Like like white people are always like so shocked to find out. Like when when George Floyd happened, like we were all kind of like, yo, this has been happening for a long time. It's just never gotten this much coverage. Um, but the family's GoFundMe account has also reached over $300,000. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, grateful. I'm, I'm sure the family's grateful of, uh, for black Twitter, uh, because in the past we've been ignored. We've been ignored by mainstream media. Social media has been a big help in, um, getting us, getting us out there. So, good for them um good job black twitter good job everybody who shared those posts and and uh you know made mainstream media notice us you matter okay one person matters because all of us together we can make moves okay so just know that all right so next let's talk about twitter we always got tea on twitter twitter's just never gonna uh twitter's always gonna keep us popping so Hate speech continues to rise on Twitter. Muskie says it's cap. Twitter has turned into the wild, wild west, y'all, since Elon Messi Muskie has taken over Twitter and reinstated formerly banned accounts. Hate speech has increased to unprecedented heights. I actually just <clears throat> retweeted our producer's um, post, um, Angelique. So you can look on my IG and you can see uh, if you want to repost this. According to the Center for Countering Digital Hate, hate speech is up 58% against gay men, 61% against Jews, and 202% against Black people. Wow. Muskie has denied that there has been an uptick in hateful content under his leadership, although he did announce um, that rapper Ye is suspended indefinitely after tweeting the picture of a swastika inside the Star of David. Whew, yeah, yay is yay is on one. Muskie agreed with a post that mentioned hate speech against Jews has increased last week. Well, it increased last week after Ye's anti-Semitic tweet. He also stated Twitter will publish hate speech impressions every week. 
yeah don't know what's going on with that uh i mean what do we think was gonna happen come on you had to know you had to know what was gonna happen out here in these streets when you decided to um you know reinstate all those uh hateful accounts that was just that was not a good look twitter all right mike oh let's talk let's talk about something positive because you know it's, it's a lot a lot of dark days out here in technology um i mean just the news in general you know and technology is everywhere but on a lighter note Mike Epps is opening a live event venue with Immersive Tech. The hilariously funny comedian, actor, entrepreneur, Mike Epps is teaming up with Reverend Horace Sheffield to open a cutting edge live entertainment complex in Motor City, Detroit. Okay. Shout out to Detroit. If you're listening, Um, the venue, One Mike, will be decked out with AR, VR, and metaverse technology. I'm really curious to see what that what that looks like y'all just like what y'all gonna do why don't y'all call me (laughs) i can help y'all out with that (laughs) the lux lounge at one mic will include black owned brands such as epps gluten-free vodka okay okay epps with the vodka the entrepreneur epps um, gluten-free vodka company epic spirits that's a good name that's a good name mike epps i'm (laughs) whoever came up with that give them a race as well as top tier cuisine from saver 42 Okay, so we got Saver 42. We got Epic Spirits. One mic is located at 1331 Broadway Street in downtown Detroit. It's planned to open this spring, this coming spring. That's real quick. That's a fast turnaround. Maybe y'all been working on this for years, though, because I know how that is. People be thinking things pop up suddenly, instantly, and you've really been working on it for quite some time. Let's talk about viral TikTok sensation. Tanisha Godfrey with her chicken salad sound. She scored a partnership with Weight Watchers recently. So last month, um, a video of her talking about the chicken salad eating at a local deli went viral on TikTok. Her sound bite of y'all better come come here and get one of these took over the internet. After be- bringing in publicity and increased sales to the local establishment, Tanisha is now cashing in her own checks. So about a month later, eating the free chicken salad on camera has turned into a big name partnerships with Weight Watchers. So what she did, what happened was she secured a very, very big bag um, with Weight Watchers where they're featuring her uh, Nisha chicken salad recipe. So it's one of over 12,000 recipes. Shout out to Weight Watchers for paying a black creator for her labor and not um, capitalizing on the recipe and trying to just jipper. Um, she did mention how um, Google actually offered her initially $500 for her soundbite. She turned it down. They went up to 1000 She turned it down. They went up to 2000 She turned it down. And they were like, bye. Okay, come on, y'all. Okay, we want we want some ownership. I don't know if she has, you know, like exactly what her bag was. A bag is nice. A bag is nice. Um, but when y'all approach us, start thinking about giving us some points. Okay? Start thinking in that in that space. And and black people, like every time um people are approaching me, I'm always thinking about points. Like I I you know, if somebody offers you a hundred thousand dollars for this thing that you created Sometimes take 50K and be like, yeah, no, nah, I want some points. I want some some options, some equity, you know, go for the longer route, especially if you're comfortable, especially if like your bills are paid, go the longer route. 
Um, when we come forward, we're going to talk tech with creative artist and tech entrepreneur Josh Sykes, my co-founder on how to get to the yams on Talk Tech to Me Uncut here on KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. On today's show, how do we get to the yams? We'll be squashing this this starving artist stereotype by giving you the play on how to secure the bag and do what you love as a digital creative without compromising your worth here with Josh Sykes. What's up, Josh? What up? <laughs> Josh, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to talk about you like you out here. Josh <laughs> is a gifted, multi-hyphenate, <laughs> digital creative and entrepreneur who sees and thinks life in color. That's We are matching today, actually. We always oh, be. <laughs> crazy. It's like we got like brand ESP. <laughs> we stay matching. Okay, so you're a self-taught graphic designer. You are a UX engineer. That's user experience engineer. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Um, an instructor, mentor, founder, and creative director at Sykes Vector LA and CCO and co-founder of Marty. You have directed numerous engaging and dynamic campaigns, and you have been the driving force behind the rebranding and reintroduction of multi-million dollar nonprofit corporate entities please welcome everybody my dear friend my co-worker business partner josh sykes what up what's up what's up okay let me ask you the question all right that's everybody so when did you fall in love with tech oh okay so born in the 80s raised in the 90s um i have to say i fell in love with tech oh with the Fat back max. You know the colorful <laughs> oh, <yeah>. ones? <laughs> the colorful ones? Those were so cool. So All the colors. Yeah, like, you know, it was like Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> you know, they were like a fly. Candy. You know? Um, mm, they did so, get us with that. Like, it was different from, you know, transitioning from a PC to a Mac and just that graphic user interface like it it was just it was different it was different it was something that i can take my drawings and create you know digital versions of them and at that moment i knew that i wasn't putting it down (laughs) i know tech was i didn't it wasn't necessarily coined right you know as tech it wasn't even tech it was art it was it was art yeah and it was like a way to express myself with a different medium, a different tool. And so that's, yeah, I had to say, yeah, it was a fat back Mac. That. That's where it started. <laughs> yeah, for Okay, sure. so Josh is one of the illest graphic designers, just artists, creatives that I've ever met. And, like, I come from a from the fashion space. I've worked with, you know, hundreds of, like, bomb artists at Disney, with Disney, and, and then some, you know. Um, like, how did you hone those skills, yo? Like, why are you so dope? <laughs> I mean, I always, I've always been creative. Cause self-taught. Come, yeah, I come from a big family, um, and we're all like creativity is um, encouraged. It's even curated. Um, my brother's a choreographer, mm. and you know, and I always have been a creative. Like as soon as I could pick up a pen, I didn't, I didn't go to write. I went to draw. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so. It, it was you was really like do- the doodler natural, in school? Yeah, the super doodler. Super doodler. <laughs> Getting like, in trouble for pages. it. Oh, flip book? I was that guy. You know what I mean? That little corner, that flip book. Um, you know, and it was really a point to where when I began to draw and began to express myself that way, other people noticed my talent. I was... You know, always the one, if it was a class project, uh, I was a strong writer, but I'm doing the poster. You know what I mean? I'm always, always have been 
just have an inclination for creativity and colors. Like I, like you said, I see the world in colors. Like I noticed early that everything was designed. Mm. You know what I mean? Like a pen, that pen that you have in your hand is mm-hmm. designed. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter the function, it right. was designed by somebody's you know creativity and imagination. So like it was just I I, I just you know. It was just a natural progression. Yeah, over time. So like, tell us about the path, because you didn't you didn't go to school for this. No. So what was the path? How how did you get to now owning, you know, your uh, own agency? Okay. The the origin story. The origin story. Like you know, like my Spider Man <laughs> story. Spider bite you? Yeah. No. 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 It was more like you know I was in the backyard at my grandma's house, you know, eating, you know, as black people do. <laughs> You know, a fly landed on my macaroni and cheese, and I ate it anyway, and I created Marty, the character. It's a fly, you know. Wait, is this true? No, it's oh. not true. It's not oh, true. Nah, nah, it was, I was say, I didn't like, <laughs> it's the origin story. I, I ate a fly, you know, and I created a fly, and that's Marty. Um, <laughs> um, no, it was really, uh, okay, I went after high school, you know, in high school, I really just, I skated by, mm. like. I could have done, you know, more. I could have done better, mm-hmm. you know. Was you like the average C student? I was, yeah. <laughs> no, I did enough no to walk that stage. No, dang. If my mom <laughs> wasn't able to come to a graduation, it was about to be something, something yeah, else. Problems. And so coming out of high school, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. I was in, I grew up in South Central L.A., you know, the gang capital, mm. you know, around me. If you didn't pick up a ball or a mic. He was gangbanging. Dang. And so, me, I'm, you know, I'm I'm a happy, you know, upbeat person. You know, I'm a creative. I didn't know where to even aim that because even back in, it was only in 2005, it wasn't, there weren't, the creative careers weren't encouraged necessarily. Yeah. And so... Some recruiter came to my school from an architecture school. Okay. And I was like, I could draw. Oh, snap. I like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be an architect. And yeah. I was like, I, I got that. I got that spark. And a year and a half into that architecture school, they had expanded from L.A. to Orange County. I went to Orange County because I wanted to get out of the hood. And I wanted a different experience. And a year and a half in, they lost their accreditation. Oh. And so that, I mean, I didn't know which way I wanted to go after that. Mm. But I had always been into fashion. I've always been into shoes and Nikes. And, as you know, I was in Orange County and had been exposed to a different style of dressing. And I wanted to start my own clothing line. Mm-hmm. And literally, I drew Marty. I drew Marty. What year was this? The character. Uh, I was 19. Uh, I, I can't name the year <laughs> right now. Do the math. Like okay. I said, I'm a creative, not a, not, <laughs> not a mathematician. Not a mathematician. Uh, so I drew Marty, and uh, Marty is a character that I created. It was an expression of myself, honestly, um, like with the chain, mm-hmm. with the hat, mm-hmm. being fly. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> that's how Marty. Fly. He's yes, a fly. and Marty is a fly, <laughs> and that's how Marty was created. That's how Marty was originated as a clothing line, and so that's. From there to now, I worked at a small print shop in Inglewood where we I did everything. I was a graphic designer. I was the uh, commu- uh, uh, customer service. Look, look, I, I cooked the lunches. <laughs> I programmed the machines. I was there through the night sometimes Ooh. running big jobs for, you know, these different um, events. And, you know, I really cut my teeth there. And honestly, I was recruited out of that print shop. Like, 
our largest customer mm-hmm. um, that kept the doors open. Yeah. He was like, man, you're too talented. To uh, here. <laughs> like, I'm going to just uh, 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 Yeah. And honestly, it was yeah. a, a mentor and a friend of mine, Dion Rambo um, of Rambo House. And he gave me an opportunity to be a graphic designer within his company. And I became the uh, art director and then a creative director uh, for that company. And we did everything, um, you know, from Mayor Garcetti's branding, the LAX expansion, uh, Mm. I mean, Loyola Marymount, Nike, everything under the sun. And we're a small team. It was myself, the founder of the marketing agency, and some people that worked on individual projects. That's it. And so, you know, now, you know, the agency, Marty, has evolved into I couldn't even imagine at the beginning. Man, I mean, how so? How did you transition from graphic artist to UX engineer? Well, like, explain to the listeners what UX UI is, what it stands for, and why they might want to be interested in it. Uh, so, as a UX designer, uh, you're responsible for the interface of the app. Mm-hmm. Um, now they don't know what interface it, is. What's UX me. user, user experience. experience? So you're yeah. responsible for the user experience. Um, mm-hmm. You'll be doing wireframing. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is outlining the app in a in a real simple rudimentary yeah, way. Yeah, it's like an outline, but graphically. Yeah, but it's graphically. Right. Um, the information architecture, mm-hmm. user research. So you're interviewing um, potential clients, potential users of the app to um, essentially decide what's going into the app. Yeah. How it's presented. How the <clears throat> the user will um, be guided through what exactly you want them to do and what their um what their um, use of the app is yeah so it's more than just drawing it's it's like way more than it's it's, like psychology so like a psychology major might be good yes at ux design right and you don't even i'm not gonna say you don't like you might not be able to draw but you can draw a website in an application yeah yeah because you're not a Hmm. pixel pusher right so to speak right you're not worried about the visual, that's a, honestly another role, and that's mm-hmm. a user interface designer. Mm. So as a user interface designer, you're actually translating what the user experience designer has laid out as a roadmap into a visual representation of that. Right. And usually and, those are the same people, but they can be separate. Yes. And so in some roles, in some companies, there are two different roles. But a UX, UI designer in some instances, like how I am, I have to think <laughs> through the mm-hmm. solution and then visually present that solution. So, um, yeah, it's a it's an interesting role, especially transitioning from a graphic designer where I'm just worried about if it's if right. it's nice, if it's if it's cute, you know, right. um, like how it's presented visually to actually taking a step back and deciding the why, deciding the now why. Now, I know this, I know this story, but how how did you get into being? What was your first so, UX designer yeah. job? <laughs> so my first, my very first UX designer job. <laughs> was so- a software for the oil and gas company, mm-hmm. uh, oil and gas industry. Shout out to me. Fattest. Shout out to Fattest. Mike uh, Dyer and Josh I mean, threw me into the fire with gasoline draws on. <laughs> I had no idea uh, what I was doing. I had four days to study the role, and then I was in. You know, man. Sometimes it's like that. Yeah, it's like, uh, so today you gonna be a UX designer? Here you go. Here go your job. Get yeah. it done. <laughs> it was like, you know, I was playing house. You know, I was playing um, UX designer. But honestly, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was the best experience. It was the best uh, transition 
um, you know, process that you could you could you could undertake because you're in it. You have to produce. You have to uh, do what you have to do. Late nights studying the role, studying uh, UX and UI design techniques, and honestly, it was <laughs> it was it was it was gratifying, but it was it was scary at some time. It was scary. You know? but I, I was there because I, I was my first uh, product lead role, and I was like, wait, what? Like, I mean, <laughs> sometimes people come along i mean i've done that i've definitely thrown people in yeah. like we definitely have people on the team i was like so what you're gonna do is <laughs> you're gonna be a product developer and they'd right. be like what <laughs> yeah that was like what does that mean i was googling i mean my google fingers were up yeah. you know i mean it just goes to show you that it's not always about your experience your training your skills it's about your your heart mm-hmm. you know like he saw mike dyer who runs fattis which is a multi-million dollar software development agency they are dope they you know they're so really like next level he just saw something in Josh and was like, hey, so I'm going to hire you as a UX designer. <laughs> what is a UX designer? Google was like, did you mean? <laughs> I, all I remember is looking at the line item for the UX designer for that project. And it was, um, I remember seeing 125. And I remember you were like, oh, 125 a year. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what they make. I was like, nah, bro. It's oh, 125 an hour. hour. Okay. <laughs> so I'm tracking my hours. <laughs> No. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's good money. It's good, good money. Money, y'all. Good and money. it's actually easier than software engineering. Yeah. You know, so I was like, why didn't anybody tell us about this? Like <laughs> when I when yeah. I became a full stack developer, I could have just went directly into UX. So yeah, no one had told me about it. Um I didn't know. I wasn't ready. <laughs> you know, it it was what it was. So anywho, um let's see, isn't it time for hey? <laughs> I think it's time for my break. <laughs> so more with Josh Sykes when we come forward on KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Um, all right, Josh. So let's talk about pay. What is mm. like the pay range? The yam range. The yam, uh, how you get to these yams? Which right. Is, which is dollars. I mean, as a Euros. graphic designer. Euros. <laughs> dollars. <laughs> Rubles. <laughs> the, the euro came back down to the you dollar. Know, you know, whatever it is. Um, how we get them. So, as a graphic designer, uh, you're talking about what entry level, forty, high end. As a graphic designer, eighty. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, creative director and art director. You know, you're you're talking about a higher salary range. But as a UX designer, you're coming in at sixty to seventy, easy to entry start. level. Yeah, yeah. And then on the high end, you're six figures, a mm-hmm. hundred something thousand, two hundred something thousand. Yeah, um, and those those roles don't change over time you know it just comes with experience but you're you you can go walk in as well as six figures Mm. I saw um, there was a, a while back there was a viral post about a black girl. She was living in her van, but like her, her van was pimped out and she was a UX designer and she was making like 300 K. Like they had like yeah. receipts right? because she was a freelance designer. So like as a freelance, you know, you can you can take multiple contracts, yeah. you know, so yeah. that is like I can see that definitely. Yeah. I mean, happen. as you mentioned, that, it, it is true. I was speaking within the parameters of an agency mm, or someone's salary. company, right? right? Salary, right? Right. But you can also take that independent route, the freelance approach, and make way more mm-hmm. because you can juggle multiple projects. Okay. So how can black artists and black creatives, um, how can we get paid? How can they get paid what they deserve? 
Because art is so, it's so hard to yeah, weigh I mean, or put a dollar amount on art, right? Yeah, it's, it's subjective, but you go in knowing your worth, right? Mm-hmm. You go in knowing your worth, you present projects that you can have equity in, right? You can have ownership in mm-hmm. something we... All of our projects, right? All of them that we that we <laughs> that we approach. Everything we're we trying do. to figure out. We'd like, be like, what uh, is it? kick yeah. that hundred k, or give me eighty k, and I'm and gonna give need some point. points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give, me, give me a point of three. You know, you man. know. And so it's always imperative to a know your worth, uh, show your worth. Don't be afraid to 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 talk about your skill set, to talk about your experience, to show your experience, uh, display your experience, but also find out what kind of leverage that you have. Utilize that leverage to maximize your dollar. Yeah, and at some point, I think you just gotta say no. Sometimes yeah. you just got you just gotta say no. Yeah. At, at some point, you should be out the struggle page. Yeah. And you have you can't take everything. You can't design everybody's logo, business <laughs> card, party flyer like that. That's out. That's Man, out. And even I had, yeah. I had to like talk to you about that. I was yeah. like, Josh, bro, can't like take it. we, we take over everything. here with these six figure yeah. contracts. Can we focus, bro? Yeah. That's a fact because you're so used to like at, at you know as uh, a creative one and as a you know as a community as a black community, we're used to. You know, lending our talents. It's our ministry. You know, yeah. we, we, we try to say, but, yeah. you know, you can't accept everything. Right. And you have to go for those projects that you're excited about and that are that a big bag is a result. Right. Yeah. Because it's the same amount of effort. Yeah. It's the same amount of effort to design. A, a, a business card or you know i'm not shooting that down but right. it's the same amount of effort and brain power that you put into it you might as well get paid that's good facts. for it you that's know facts. what i've started to do with um and i mean it, it is important to like help out your community like i know you still give back you just helped mm-hmm. out a friend recently yeah. um what i've started to do is like instead of like it, it'll be something i normally would turn down yeah. uh financial wise like somebody just offered me like 200 dollars to speak like i I ain't paid paid $200 to speak. Either I'm speaking for free or you giving me stacks and racks, right? But I was like, oh, what you could do with that is to buy snacks for our kids at the Teen Tech Center. You Mm -hmm. know, Josh and I. um, Oh, speaking of, you know, Josh actually designed. I mean, I was like, I co-designed. You know what I'm saying? We we designed the Best Buy Teen Tech Center, but like it really like all came from. I was like, oh, I think it should be this, this, and that, and then you just took it to a whole other level, you know. And your architect, yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. My architecture, my one and a half year of architectural drafting came full circle. Yes. You know, like Cassie said, we're responsible for the build out um, of the first Best, Best Buy, Buy Teen, Teen Tech, Tech Center, Center in South LA. It is the South LA Best Buy Teen Tech Center. Yep, we, um, we pushed for South Central. Right, right, right. We <laughs> South did. Central. We did. Uh, Best Buy Teen we Tech lost Center, that fight. South LA, you know. <laughs> um, and with VSCDC, yeah, with in partnership with VSCDC and Annenberg Foundation, and, and the Annenberg Foundation, and a number of other community partners that helped um, that to become a reality. And I just remember, you know, that's that's kind of the project that solidified, you know, our partnership. Right. Uh, we worked hand in hand on that project. I mean, from curating the furniture. To the wall wrap designs, uh, everywhere every the, plug the was outlets. located in the, in the floor. The electrical uh, wiring, electrical y'all. Runs. Yeah, you, I was like, is this and, my job yeah, description? This is, yeah, above our pay grade, <laughs> but it was we got paid, you know. Yeah, and uh, you know we wanted to create a space that f- was we didn't want to create a typical uh, 
tech center uh, that has toys and, and things that, you know, they can tinker around with. We wanted to have a career-oriented, a tech career-oriented space that they can step into and feel like they're, you know, in a space that they can create and right. thrive and, and you know, right. really learn. And with VSCDC at the helm of it all, like, VSCDC is all about uh, entrepreneurialism. Mm -hmm. So that was also a big factor. And, like, the the way we designed out the layout of it all, like, we have a DIY section, which is eventually once um, we do raise the funding for all the um, – what do we what do we have? We have the the, the have, fashion yeah, section. Fashion, yeah, so it's a it's the fashion section and that's including a sublimation printer, right. you know, a single needle or overlock machine so right, they can to create make their samples. own yeah, so they can create their own samples, create their own garments. That was the uh, dream. We still don't yeah. have those machines though. Yeah. So anybody with you know a check, <laughs> feel free to write it. Call Ty at the Best Buy Teen Tech Center, send over a check or two so we get those machines. Yes, because we really do like we Cassie and I, we both come from come from a, a fashion background, come from streetwear. She comes from um, fashion as well, and we know that you know what you wear is a is a walking billboard, billboard right? Max. You know, it's a representation of your expression. You mm -hmm. know, and so when it comes down to it, I really do uh, feel like that's a unique experience that we brought to that Teen Tech Center. We also have a recording studio. Um, we offer video editing, content creation, social, um, you know, UI, UX design, web design. Um, so we have the full gamut of, of tech careers, robotics with South LA Robotics. And so we cover the, the full spectrum at this uh, Teen Tech Center, and it's a fulfilling experience for real. It was so, it yeah. was such a beautiful experience on that grand opening to, to see. stand in that Woo! space, right? It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. We did that. Yes. C congrats to you, me, all the team, the partners, because it takes teams on teams on teams. For sure. We can't work in silos, black people. For sure. <laughs> oh, black people stop. Like, let's, let's link. You can't do it it's, by yourself. It's really, you, you know the expression, mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're, we're stronger together. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you look to your left and your right and you know that person is pushing as hard as you mm -hmm. and that they're capable of doing what they do as as capable as you are capable of what you do, it's it's the best thing. And it, and we know each other. We have we have a particular um, our common, you know, you know, not struggle, a common, you know, goal. Mm -hmm. And I really feel that we're able to produce things that no one else can can honestly bring to the table that's facts that's facts so when we come forward we're going to talk about some tools some resources mm -hmm. some tips and tricks mm -hmm. about ux ui how we how we get into it how we get to the bag the yams when we come forward on talk tech to me uncut on the unapologetically progressive kbla talk 1580 welcome forward you're now tapped into talk tech to me uncut I'm your host, Cassie Betts, on KBLA Talk 1580, 1-800-920-1580 to talk tech to me. We're in the studios with Josh Sykes of Marty, Marty World, we like to call it, Marty.World. Marty World, Marty.World. <laughs> okay, tips and tricks. What tools, what tips and tricks you got for people who want to get from graphic designer to UX designer? Get that bag, get them yams. Yeah, so first and foremost, uh, the industry standard tool uh, for uh, app design and prototyping is Figma. That's F-I-G-M-A. Uh, so Figma.com is a browser-based um, design uh, uh, platform. And 
you can do you can express all of your ideas you can do all your wireframing in there you can do all of your um, design in there and then you can also do your prototyping and so uh, I would start with Figma also Misla made in South LA <laughs> uh, that's our nonprofit arm uh, Cassie and I we uh, are partners in Misla and we offer boot camps so you don't have to go the traditional route. You know, you don't have to go to a community college. You don't have to go back to school um, to learn these skills. You do a specific targeted uh, learning route, honestly, to pick up the specific skills that you need, whether it be UX design, whether it be UI design, and then get out there. Mm-hmm. Though out community th- college, I don't know. I haven't seen if they offer UX, UI, but if they do, sure it's going to be cheap. Yeah, specifically for... Um, for UX. UX and UI design, you can find your niche within, you know, within that within that pocket. But I would honestly try to find specific, you know, learning routes right. where you can learn a skill as soon as possible, as right. quickly as possible. Some other resources uh, might be Udemy. Yeah. Um, they always have sales. I mean, they have like classes for like two hundred bucks, but they always go on sale for like eleven ninety nine. Yeah, catch those. Look, Black Friday, you should have been in, in, in Udemy. You know, Black Education. Coursera you know, is another yeah, one. Yeah, Coursera is really Udemy. good. These are great places to just buy and purchase. Mm-hmm. And those are lifetime. Like once you purchase those those uh, courses, you can return back to them at any time. So if you work a full time job or you know you you do something else and you want to transition into it, you can do that on your own time. Yeah. You know, and find find your way into your your new career, your new right. Now, what about intellectual property? Like when creatives get into the space of tech, how can they or can they protect their intellectual property and assure they're being properly compensated in the world of like Web3 or just anything they do? I mean, with as far as protecting your intellectual property, get your paperwork together. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Go in um, with the understandings on paper that you know, you have, you you brought this this artwork or this uh, creative, uh, you know, effort to the table. So that way, you know, when that project is progressing along and it starts to get, get more buy-in, you already have an agreement, you know, on the table or in writing right. to where you can tap back in and you can continue to get residuals for yeah. that, right? Talk about, um, you're talking about protecting, trademarking, trademarking copywriting your artwork it's copyright costs less than fifty dollars mm-hmm. trademarks cost around 300 but you don't trademark cop, uh, artwork you copyright it right so you're talking about fifty dollar inve- investment get your deposit and then copyright your stuff right you know if you invented it but there's sometimes like if someone hires you to do something i mean that's just that you sign yeah. something that you yeah. give you waive that right you right. know what i mean right, right, like right. if we Which, hired somebody to invent something for us yeah. You waive that right, you yeah, know, which so, is fair. Which is fair. Yeah, you take that's the money why for you it. want to make sure you're pro- properly compensated and you want to get ownership. In Absolutely. Those projects. More talk tech to me uncut when we come forward on KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. All right, so t- tell us about your socials. Okay, what? so <laughs> <laughs> I'm a shy creative. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, my Instagram handle is Josh Creates. So mm-hmm. it's J O S H. C R E the number eight S mm-hmm. and Marty World and Marty World M A R T Y um, yeah M A R T Y dot W zero 
RLD, so right. Marty World. Because Marty World was Marty taken. Dot World. Yeah. Marty Dot Some, World. Who was using Marty World? And I don't know. They had a cat. <laughs> One post. It was. I was sick. <laughs> Do you have any takeaways you could give for our, for our listeners? Some advice, uh, some words of wisdom, something profound. You got. You got. 10 oh seconds. my god! <laughs> Do it. Do it. Like it's it's really about getting out there and starting to push your stuff, whether it's perfect or not. Push your stuff, whether it's perfect or not. I have a million projects that sat on my computer forever i was satisfied with designing it and was scared to fail out loud mm. so don't be scared don't be afraid to fail yeah just do it how does it feel because so so josh created marty right just the whole brand and everything yeah. and i was introduced by R- renee Monsito, who we've had as a guest on the show before shout out renee shout out renee at vscdc and she was like you all need to work together you know <laughs> she's really good at that yeah. right and so then from there i was the first person to be like yo this is fly like yeah. yo let's do it let's do something and we built an agency around marty that we started with you know you we used to we work with me on misla yep. and then we went to marty like how does it feel what we got like 13 employees like Yo, how does this feel yeah, it's that crazy. everybody is just like team marty you yeah. know and just really rallying around this brand and this you know this this narrative of what we're doing now i'm humbled by it like this is something that i created at 19 years old mm. it went from a sketch mm. <laughs> to now you That's have crazy. you know and how do you know I'm 35, 35, 36 in five wow. days and proud of it. Hey. I'm, I'm what 17 years into my career. That's so dope. think about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, I'm, I'm humbled by what Marty has grown into and to have a room full of people speaking about Marty in a dead serious, <laughs> dead serious <laughs> manner. And we're <laughs> taking on these huge projects. Oh my yeah. God. It's, it's something that I, 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 like I said, I couldn't even imagine at 19. Yeah. Can I a, give a shout out to Fresno? Yeah. Little Fresno, shout out, shout to, Fresno. out to y'all yeah. because we've been yeah. flying back and forth to Fresno. We are going to be doing some big things um, with CEDC, you know, our fiscal sponsor out in Fresno. So, Sylvester, shout Sylvester. out to Sylvester. Yeah. Um, and and, and, Creek and the Devel- Fres- West Creek Village Development Project. Yes, yes, West Creek and the Fresno Unified School District. Um, we thank you for welcoming us, welcoming us into your city. And we are definitely looking forward to um doing some things there um i want to talk about um, a community call to action from kbla talk 1580 if you would like to be a vendor for our welcome home mayor elect karen bass event in historic lamert park on saturday december 10th all you got to do is email us at info at smileyaudiomedia.com and we'll get you all the details that you need again that is info at smiley s-m-i-l-e-y audiomedia.com for all the info on how to join us as a vendor at our welcome home mayor-elect Karen Bass event Saturday, December 10th in the Mert Park. This is a community call to action from KBLA Talk 1580. It has been a pleasure, Josh Sykes, as I call Sykes Vector. (laughs) That's like my name for him. Um, having you here on uh, Talk Tech to Me Uncut, you know I, I know this is a this show is near and dear to your heart. Man. Design the logos, design <laughs> the branding, the look, the layout, everything that you visually see. This man right here is the 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 head of it all, the the mastermind, <laughs> Marty Mind, the Marty Mind. <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> Next week we'll talk with Ty Buckman, the program coordinator for the South LA Best Buy Teen Tech Center that we've already been talking about. Shout out Ty, that's my girl. Thanks for kicking kicking it with us. 
on the unapologetically progressive KBLA Talk 1580. Next, please explore the creative reckoning of writers on the backstory with my girl, Mache Duffy. This has been Talk Tech to Me Uncut. We've been pushing the envelope of tech one keystroke at a time. Peace out.